Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. Are we good? I think I'm good. I think you're making him nervous a little bit. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm sweating. So many questions. I mean, you're wearing a wool fucking sweater, bud. Yeah. You're probably the most comfortable out of all of us. Tyler's cold. I am pretty. Yeah. It is nice in there. <laughs> is that, is that, like, did you knit that? Or did you have, is that a, no, is that an heirloom? We can talk a... about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, good, because we just started the episode. So let's talk about Dave's sweater. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Well, I'm a bit of a sweater collector. I don't know if you knew this, but uh-huh. my name's Dirthead Dave, Dave Chappelle. Um, and I have a bit of a problem with sweaters and coffee mugs. Gotcha. Sweaters and coffee mugs. That's kind of a weird... Okay. <laughs> is there is there an awkward third thing you get a problem with? No, no, that's pretty much is it. Is it? Okay, everything yeah. else totally normal. I would oh, slightly um, say you have a car problem. I do have that. <laughs> I mean, uh, how, many, how many are you up to now? Right now? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I really don't have that many cars. I, I have seven of my own. <laughs> so... Like, and you can't ever count your wife's car. And no. So, yeah, no, I'm at seven. Well, the best part is you have seven, and the grand total of how much you bought them for is probably, what, like $8,000? That's a dig. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, aside, aside from the truck, the new truck. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, I, I typically try to find stuff that's, like, in the sub-$2,000 mark <laughs> per vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel it. <laughs> no, yeah, I I do have a little bit of a car problem. I have a truck problem. I have an SUV problem. Um, I collect sweaters, um, <laughs> and I really like coffee mugs. So that's that's really those are those are my only problems. Do you have any more questions, Tyler? No, you got no, any more no. <laughs> problems to bring up? <laughs> Tell no. me how you really feel. <laughs> I've got more questions, but they're not about, well, they're about one of your problems. All right. <laughs> this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. 
Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time. They have cetane in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per thirty two gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates. It- along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it, it'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, We did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. <laughs> let's get this intro out of the way. Hey, everybody. This is Ben, Tyler, and Dirthead Dave. Hello, all. Coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Appreciate you guys all tuning in. This is America's Diesel Podcast. You can find us on all normal podcast avenues, including Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find them by searching, or you can search America's Diesel Podcast and pull us up there. You can also find us on the Instagrams, Facebook. Apparently, we still have a TikTok account, but I'm pretty sure I deleted it from my phone. So it may be out there. It may be live still. For all I know, it could be viral. But I watched a Joe Rogan clip, and I deleted it. So uh... <laughs> Didn't you get banned, like, immediately? Oh, like, yeah. My, your first post? My, my first post that actually got any traction immediately banned. <laughs> Perfect. And it, it, it really pissed me off because there's, like, so much stuff on TikTok that, like, and it's all because, like, I said that a truck fucked. I said, this truck fucks. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, banned. Really? Meanwhile, you scroll down, it's like nipples and butthole. <laughs> like, yeah. That's but why I can't say this truck fucks. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Communist chant. You should have said this non-conforming gender binary <laughs> truck fucks. <laughs> <laughs> then you would have been fine. It, this truck fornicates. Like, yeah. Probably. Anyways. Yeah, anyhow. Uh, yeah. Uh, make sure and check us out. They're probably the most best way to interact with anything we have to do with the podcast, except Tyler, because he doesn't have a Facebook, is our Facebook group page. Good book. Yep. Uh, but someone made a book of the posts on Facebook and sent Tyler a book of the posts so, on Facebook. So I'm kind of part of the group. So he, he literally has a Facebook book. <laughs> It's it's you bound. You might have it's... the only one. I I know I have the only uh, one. Some somebody else out there has a Facebook book. Book. I still don't know who Bet sent you that. It's not hardback. It's not hardback though, <laughs> and it doesn't have their own picture on it. That's it's, for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, but uh, make sure and check out the group. It's called America's Diesel Podcast Dash the Group. There are three questions you must answer to get in the group. Uh, I monitor all of those. I am the only person that lets people in or out of the group. And yes, the questions are open-ended. There are many right answers and many wrong answers. Uh, Answer them to the best of your ability. If they're not right, but I think they might be right, I'll decline with information. I'll send you a message. But if they're way off, I'll just fucking decline the shit out of you. Looks like Dave's applying right now. I'm I'm looking it up. I work, I literally work on the other side of this wall, and I didn't even know this room was in here. <laughs> um, it's a pretty nice place you got here. Oh, thanks, man. Um, I, I didn't pay for it. It used to be a closet. Yeah, yeah. literally. There used to be tires stacked up I, to the ceiling with I, extra parts and engines. I had to deal with those for yeah. a while, yeah. No, I. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and see if I can join the group here. You can answer the questions. Where are they at? Seriously, I'm very bad at this. Yeah. Um, well, well, while they're doing that, I have, make sure make sure you give us reviews. Send your five-star review in on any of the platforms you listen to this it? podcast on. Screenshot that review and send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck it won't and an address so we can you, send you a deck. You're logged in as a... You're a 
you're a page right now, not a profile. Oh, hang on. Sorry, yeah. let me switch. Sorry, yeah. learning Facebook over here. This is for people like us. Yeah. Need to get a book. For all like Tyler. All right. Yeah, so search it again. Um, if you need diesel parts for your pickup, make sure and check out dieselparproducts.com. If you see that quick ship logo, it's guaranteed in stock, ready to rock. Uh, if you're talking to a sales technician, make sure and let them know you are a podcast listener. Or if you're placing an order online in the shipping notes section, type podcast allows us to uh, tally them up at the end of the month and make sure that uh, the big guys upstairs know that we're helping people buy parts because money makes the world go round and this shit ain't free. Um, I actually just tallied up February's because today, the day we're filming this is actually March 1st. Um, I can tell you guys got your tax returns. Yeah. You Thank guys you. fucking showed up hard in February. <laughs> I heard. And the guys in shipping were like going crazy this week. Yeah. Like I tallied up. I think we were at like 31 orders for about 26 grand, I think, or something like that. Uh, to give you so guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, seriously. Thank you. To give you guys some perspective, like I think it took us, once we started keeping track of stuff, it probably took us like. I don't know, eight months when we first started to get to 26 grand. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we clear that in a month right now is pretty badass. And again, I really do appreciate you guys uh, doing that. Uh, means a lot because as you all know, if you've heard the intro before, when you, we do allocate those orders, you receive absolutely fucking nothing monetarily or anything, really. All you get is special attention from me or Tyler or Corey should an issue come up with your order. And for those of you that had had that happen, you know that that is invaluable because we get shit done. Yeah, 32 orders, 26,160 bucks. Badass. Let's get this episode started. Dave friggin' Chappelle. Yeah. What are we doing here? I joined. I, I Have you checked my... Uh, Did you put answers in? Yeah, I've got answers in there. <laughs> I am now part of the America's Diesel podcast. Hey, whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa. <laughs> you have not been accepted, sir. <laughs> You're pending. You're you a pending calm person down. right now. <laughs> I might decline you just for, just for funsies. <laughs> So yeah. Dave, I think the first time I saw you, and I don't know if this is the first time you're on Dirt Every Day, but was it the Volkswagen Bug episode? Was that uh, yeah, that was my first Dirt Every Day. That was a pretty good one. That was like 100 years ago. Yeah. It was a really good time. You guys had the vests? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still, it's it's a, it's like a swap me Letterman jacket. I still have mine. Gotcha. It's in the closet. So at that point, did you know, like, did, was there already plans for you to be on Dirt Every Day or was it? No, there wasn't really. That was kind of like I was just friends with uh what's up? Uh if I didn't know who you were, I would decline you. Really? 100%. Dockers? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you went to Grossmont and Cuyamaca. Yeah, Cuyamaca. Cuyamaca. Yeah. I never went to Cuyamaca. I went to Grossmont, play baseball there. Did you? Yeah. Harvard on the Hill. Yep. It's a super <laughs> nice campus. It is. It is like Yeah, I went to that junior college for 4 years. Yeah, I was there for about <laughs> about 2. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it really is. A, it's like one of the coolest campuses I ever went to. Mm -hmm. I went to a lot of different junior colleges. Wow, I'd never say a campus is cool. <laughs> it's beautiful as far as like San Diego yeah. goes. There, you, campuses are one of two ways. These are like the concrete like jungle. Like there's just literally stairs and concrete everywhere, and it goes straight up. Or mm -hmm. places like Grossmont where there, I I couldn't see. I don't think there was one two story building on the entire campus. No. And it's all mm -hmm. spread out with grass and and courtyards in between everything, and nice walking paths and stuff. It's, Parking lot's a different story, but yeah. parking, <laughs> the campus itself is nice. Parking's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I had a Ford Ranger. Um, I'm declining you, by the way. You're oh, that's do better fine. Than that. I, I, that's fine. I'll try again. Will you please Never. try again, though? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Way, I'll put way more effort into this okay. next one. Decline with feedback. Let's right. see here. Issues with questions. Feedback. Please try harder with your answers. Apparently. Make it count, my guy. 
Signed, Ben. This isn't the first time I've been uh, declined, <laughs> shot down, <laughs> stood up. It's it's been going on my whole adult life and some of my <laughs> some of my adolescence. Oh, good. Yeah. Did he get declined as well, or is he? Oh uh, no, his were good. But Ryan, uh, one of our other marketing guys, yeah. the other ginger um, with no soul, uh, he he applied, and his answers were like definitely not good enough and i, I declined to live in shit okay yeah. well so. i hope you decline many many people not oh, I just did. me and ryan uh i think i'm still at about uh you have 433 members yeah uh, i've i've de- i'm on a, a pretty much one out of every three gets declined right now okay yeah keep it tight dude <laughs> yeah. like I, the only people i want in there are i don't want no freaking bots okay mm-hmm. no bots because they're all over the place on facebook like i've routinely see groups that i've been part of where it's like it's a good group, and it used to be a really good group, and all of a sudden, things just go downhill real fast. Yeah. Hmm. Dang bots. <laughs> and two, I don't want anybody in there that comes across the group somehow and thinks like, oh, that'd be a fun group to join, but don't actually listen to the podcast mm. for two reasons. One, I don't want them in there if they don't listen to the podcast, period. Like, we're all friends. I'm trying to cultivate a, a you know, a cult. I'm making a cult, guys. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> two, if they don't know what they're getting into, because I will tell you guys right now, this group is spicy. <sighs> spicy. Mm-hmm. hot sauce ghost pepper spicy i don't want no randoms coming in there i mean <laughs> let like, me see oh the book God. i want to see how spicy it is well the nothing spicy that's gonna be it's redacted yeah it's blacked out <laughs> they wouldn't print it hmm. my comments that he's looking at tyler's like, picture yeah, so I well they, they made him a group called uh we wanted to tag tyler but he's a gizzy guzzler that there so yeah. that's actually a page on facebook you can like yeah. okay yeah, yeah. All right, I'll probably join that one. I'll yeah. probably get accepted. I'll get you a copy yeah. of the hardback. Yeah. All right, thanks. <laughs> I know the guy. Actually, I don't know the guy. Yeah. Whoever made this, again, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's get into the uh, the real deal here, I was already Dave. trying. I was already asking he questions. Was, he was, he and you're just like... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm finding out the dynamics of this podcast <laughs> here. Damn. God. That was, that was a good Alex Jones. Yeah. Right there, you just did. <laughs> Listen, Ben... <laughs> You're kind of retarded. <laughs> yes. Okay. Continue with Dave. I, I, I forgot. Right. Oh, fine. Uh, he was he was talking about okay. sweaters and uh, you just you just start it. You just go. Yeah, let's go. Ben. go. Come on, Ben, bring it. Right. Dave, what's your favorite color? What's my Sorry. favorite car? Color. My favorite color? I yeah. think I, I think my favorite color is green. That's a good one. You got what those almost green eyes. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much almost. I'd say so. Green's a good color. Uh, what is your favorite shape? <laughs> what what the, are you asking what right the now? heck is going on in here? <laughs> hey, so you're on our podcast. All right. All, right. all right. I was asking a hard pressing questions. All right. Yeah. We're getting there. <laughs> all right. You got to butter them up before you yeah. slam dunk with them. colors and shapes. <laughs> hey, everybody learns colors and shapes, man. Uh, I don't have a favorite shape that I know of, but I'll start looking into it and I'll, pr- I'll probably use one of those as my answer on my podcast facebook page uh questionnaire answer excellent fantastic mine's a rectangular prism all right yeah i don't think mine. that exists but good work rectangular prism it exists i promise <laughs> okay. Cor- Corey's licking it up he's on the internet <laughs> next okay so dave how many sweaters do you have how many sweaters yeah. um this is actually the first in my collection damn it dave sandbagged us from the start he's not actually a sweater collector he's just this is the start of the start of his collection. The start of my collection. You guys okay. are in on the ground floor right now. Excellent. Uh, so Corey on the screen, we can see a screen. You guys can't. Uh, that's a rectangular prism. 
That's a box. That's a rectangle, man. It's a rectangular prism. What's the difference between a rectangular prism and a cube? 2D and 3D. Cube is 3D. Hmm. Well, right. A rectangular prism could also, I believe, technically be a cube. However, rectangles typically have two sides that are, I mean, two sides that are equal and two sides that are equal, but one side, two of the parallels are longer to make a rectangle. It's not a square. It's not like a, a circle. It has no end. Like a triangle has corners. Circle has no end. No beginning or end. So Dave, how are you doing over there, Tyler? <laughs> Go ahead, guys. No, I... Okay. Dave. <laughs> yes, you sir. Threw, you threw me all off. <clears throat> the question that I was asking him is, I don't know if you saw the first episode with Dave on Dirt Every Day. He was on a Volkswagen Bug episode. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then I asked him at that point, did he know he was going to be part of the show or was he just showing up to just be involved with it? Or at that point, was that something that you kind of knew you were going to get into? Uh, no, that was legit. Um, like Fred and I were like good buddies and I was like, we should get bugs and start a, start a bug club. And he was like, we should film this for dirt every day. Cause he had, <laughs> he was like 35 episodes in and it was still yeah. like in its infancy there. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was legit. Like, uh, I bought a Baja bug and then I was like, you need one of these too. And we should start a club and get jackets made and <laughs> stuff like that. So we did that and, uh, we filmed it. It was cameraman. Corey it was, um, it was just a one man crew back then. It was, it was Fred and cameraman Corey and, uh, came down to my shop in El Cajon and we built my bug and we built his bug and we did all this work and ran down to the ghetto indoor swap meet and got our jackets made a little airbrushing <laughs> on them if you're from southern california yep, yep. you know what i'm talking about yep, yep. so yeah no that was a legit deal and uh it wasn't till the mad maxis off-road runner that i kind of like got a real job working there gotcha what were you doing at uh, that time when <clears throat> As far as for work? For work, I had a shop in El Cajon called Chappelle's Exhaust and Custom, and I was doing exhaust work and lowriders and mini trucks and rock crawlers and building roll cages and all that. I was uh, doing a bunch of custom fabrication work, but I was calling it a muffler shop so that I could keep my insurance. Oh, gotcha. Because at the time, like the insurance companies were hitting pretty hard. If you were like cutting frames and doing sketchy stuff, they would drop you like like yesterday's news and uh <laughs> so i called it muffler shop so that i could like have a torch and plasma cutter and welder and be chopping stuff up all the time yeah so, okay okay so yeah no that's kind of how it started like i was doing my shop for years and i was always friends with guys that were like working for the magazines and doing tech installs and like tech articles and stuff like that so that was kind of how i got to know fred was through that scene gotcha Gotcha. All right. Ben, what are you? You looking at me like you're going to say something. Uh, what's your favorite muffler? <laughs> My, uh, hard-hitting question. I bet you you thought Ben had the hard-hitting questions, I, I and thought, I was going to ask about your favorite shape and color was. Yeah, I, I guess uh, favorite. I, I don't really know that I have a favorite muffler. Well, you know what? I do. See? I do have a favorite muffler. This is my go-to and I don't remember the part number. I think it's two two zero two two. It's a thrush hush. Uh, it's a thrush um, turbo muffler, and it's like a nineteen. Check that. He's checking it out. It's a thrush two two zero two two. It's just like the nineteen dollar um, 
it's like a $19, like cheap turbo muffler that I, that's it. The 22020 one. Nope. That's not it. Anyways, it's just a cheapy muffler that you used to get at the other parts stores. It's got three chambers. Gotcha. Uh, there's no packing in it, though, so it's kind of loud. Um, they were cheap. I used to be like, anytime I got a new vehicle, first thing I'd do is cut the exhaust off, put one of those cheapy mufflers on it, lower it, and drive it. So, And that was like, that one is a 13-inch case, 11-inch wide, 2-inch inlet, 2-inch outlet. And uh, they would fit like under the back of a Daihatsu charade, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So with uh, with you doing the, I, I know probably a lot of our, I, I, well, I know some of our listeners were fans of Dirt Every Day, and we were all upset when Thank that you. decided to stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it was honestly, as far as a fun, yeah, uh, fabricating kind of goofy, you know playing around kind of show like mm-hmm. it was like that it like that was it it was a pretty good time i mean i watched so many episodes uh, i mean to the the mm. what is it the swiss armada oh god you guys that did. was good <laughs> to the to the the rock bouncer mm-hmm. i mean you guys got to do some really cool shit at some oh, cool yeah. places yeah no the the like not only were we like getting to build cool stuff like we always made sure that it was a cool like payoff the, the yeah. a lot of these like tv shows and like youtube shows they always they'll like drag out a build and drag it out and drag it out and we were always like build something crazy take it somewhere fun and like it was hard because it was like we were doing this massive amount of work and we only got a 22 minute time <laughs> slot so yeah. it was like we're doing you know months worth of work and yeah. it gets this tiny little amount of airplay yeah yeah no i i mean so in your words, what happened? What the fuck happened? Because <laughs> I mean, I think we're all a little pissed off, and that, that Motor Trend did this. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I don't know. I, I truly, I'm still feeling like it was like some knee jerk reaction from middle management, where it was like, uh, this, this is our budget, and this is what's costing a lot. No, I don't like Jeeps. Let's get rid of that show that's kind of like to me it really felt like it was some knee-jerk reaction from middle management um like how'd it really go down for me and fred um we were getting ready to go into a meeting for our 13th season or whatever we were we were like waiting for our green light for the season we were scheduled for the zoom call and we went into the zoom call and fred and i had our list of 20 episodes we wanted to do ready to knock that down to 12 we were like we had parts on order we had a location for our first episode already locked down we had like a car already ready to go yeah and they were like oh hey guys um just want to say thanks that was a pretty good run and uh we're just not gonna do dirt every day anymore and fred and i were like what (laughs) happened (laughs) So yeah. that was that like, was. Do I get a rebuttal? Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Like it wasn't even like we we like sat there dumbfounded for a while, and eventually we got kind of upset and wanted answers. But it was like the answers were not really. There was not that much there. They yeah. were the guys that we were talking to. I don't think they had any real choice in the matter. I yeah. kind of feel like it was just something from higher up that was like. 
I don't know. I don't know yeah. what, what the deal was, but either the numbers were down or the or the somebody higher up didn't want the off-road show anymore. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the one thing I did get was that it was a 22-minute episode, and they wanted to put the stuff on TV, and to get like the right advertising dollars, they need an hour time slot. So they were like, well, these guys have a half-hour show. Like, Let's just ditch them and put more hour-long shows. And we were like, we would love an hour-long show. Well, yeah, you can show a lot more of the fabrication. <laughs> yeah, we were building like cool stuff and going to cool places. And like most of what we did got like dropped on the cutting room floor. Like Every video we ever made could have been made into an hour-long episode and yeah. still been good, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure just about every person that's ever left a comment on any of those episodes is probably like, Dude, I want to see more. Oh yeah. And had questions like, "What did you do for this? How did that happen? What yeah. what went there?" And it's like we could have explained all of that if we had an hour. Yeah. No. It it and in my opinion, it could have been really good at an hour long. Yeah. But we got we got axed before we got a chance to do that. But whatever. Onward and upward. Yeah. Well, you've got your own YouTube show you're doing, which yep. which honestly I thoroughly enjoy. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. You, you honestly make fabrication look like. Someone who's never touched a welder could do it, and I don't know if you would try to. You try to do it that way. That was a dig, but... man. No, no, it didn't mean to be a dig, dude. That's you're a so good... good. You look like a beginner still. No, no. The way he explains, the way the way he explains things. No, the the way that he explains things and like shows you how to do things, it makes he makes those kind of things where a guy would be like, "Wow, I can't, I can't freaking body drop." a bed of my truck or or i can't build a uh you know a, a freaking triangle four link on this it's a rectangular prism Rec- it's a sorry rectangular prism hey. link but no <laughs> just the way that you explain things you you make it seem easier than it actually is and i think that's what is make uh, that, i and, and maybe that's why i like it because i'm an idiot and i don't know if i could do that stuff but you, you sure you make do it <laughs> you sure make it look like i could yeah <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I, I have, uh, I did get a chance to start my YouTube. It's called the dirt head shed and, uh, it's like such a wild learning curve for me. Um, this was a pretty good one. When I was working for motor trend, I, uh, I had a clause in my contract where I couldn't do YouTube. Yeah. So we got noticed that we were getting canned and I, and I was like, I need something to fall back on. So I like. I wanted to make sure that I had a YouTube like in place before they like told the public that that the show wasn't coming back. Um, so I I like message back and forth, and I ended up getting that clause taken out of my contract so that I could do YouTube like one week before the the actual like release of the show not coming back. So I had like one week to figure out YouTube. Yeah, and uh, if you watch my first episodes, you'll notice that I have no clue what I'm doing <laughs> on YouTube. Um, Ben's burping. It's the champagne of beers, man. It is. It's, it's, uh, it's the bubbles. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of got thrown to the wolves. Like, had to sink or swim on YouTube, and it's really cool. I'm I appreciate everybody like bearing with my learning curve because I do not. I. I am not a tech-savvy dude whatsoever, and I'm, like, learning how to hold a camera, edit films, play with computers, like, figure out how to talk in front of camera while I'm also holding the camera and welding at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, it's a whole different ballgame, but it's fun. I'm super stoked that I get to, like, 
stay in the off-road world, stay in the fab world and like show off more of what I really got going on. Just not, not just what we were doing on dirt every day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely enjoy it. It's a, it's a cool channel. And if you guys definitely check it out, dirt head shed, what do you, you put a video about it every week? Yeah. I'm trying to make sure I'm not going more than like seven days without a video. So yeah. I don't have like a set date. Like I'm not dropping videos on Fridays. I'm just kind of like hoping to get a video out every six to seven days. And it's a, it's a hustle, man. Like yeah. I think this one video a week is one of the hardest jobs I've ever had, but it's cool. And it's like, all mine yeah. and it's not necessarily just because of money or anything but like i get to answer the questions that people have and interact with everybody so it's really cool yeah click on his ads too oh yeah i told tyler that i was like you better be clicking on the ads that's yeah. the only way i'm getting paid yeah. let them let them play through click on the ads yeah. hit subscribe yeah. leave a comment yeah. like yeah. it help it, them out it, it is true like it, it truly does all that helps all of it adds up yeah. And yeah. That goes for you guys watching the podcast too. I don't know no one watches the podcast. Yeah, click on, on our ads too, will you? I, yeah. I don't. We don't have ads on ours. I truly do not care if you guys yeah, actually. Do. From Waypoint. Oh, from Waypoint. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, uh, I thought you meant like like. Well, you can click ads. on those too. We get paid. <laughs> yeah, click <laughs> everything. I, I know that most people don't actually watch the podcast, but uh, on that note, like liking and sharing, it's crazy. Yeah, it it honestly helps out so much. Yeah, and we don't really ask for that a whole lot because at the end of the day, the where we succeed is like sales. Yeah, from parts, but the bigger the podcast gets, the more we can possibly sell stuff. Uh, yeah. Also, I mean, I my goal is to have a helicopter, so we got to work on that. Yeah, and so I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> that's that's all I know. I made. It. I got a helicopter. Dang. I was. I won't go for a ride in it. I was hoping for yeah. an eighth car. Uh, <laughs> so I got like twelve bucks. Yeah, probably <laughs> get one. <laughs> so on on the dirt head shed. Yeah, yeah. You've got kind of a of a array of builds. Oh yeah. And I have to ask you because I know you were originally kind of a lowrider guy, and mm -hmm. then you went and got into the off road world. Yeah. If you could pick one, what would you stick? Would you uh, stick with lowriders or would you go off road? It's hard because it's like cyclical. You like yeah. get you go all in on something and you get bored with it and it burns out. Yeah. So right now, I want to get back into like lead sleds and like fifties cars. Yeah. And and chop tops and all that because that was like a period in my life that I haven't revisited in a long time. Yeah. So, like, oh, that sounds so good. Champagne, sirs. Yes, please. Yeah. Oh, I just filled, filled mine. Thank you. Look at this distinguished gentleman. <laughs> I normally don't drink out of aluminum cups, but today I will. It's usually a crystal goblet. <laughs> you don't have a special coffee mug? That was another thing. I started collecting coffee mugs. In, Yesterday? Uh, no. <laughs> Yesterday. I, my, my buddy Mark, who uh, my buddy Mark, who worked for Fox, he was like, he went to like, uh, he went to Zion or something, and I was like, Mark, can you grab me a mug? I'm like a big coffee mug collector, <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, no worries. And he like got me a coffee cup and he brought it to my shop, and he was like, Here you go. He's like. <laughs> How many are in your collection? I was like, oh, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Just start it. You should make a rule that's like, it's only free mugs. 
Yeah. Like, it's only like, hey, man, give me a mug. I collect them. I've never yeah. been there. And <laughs> all of a sudden, you end up with this, like, thousand cup collection. Like, I haven't paid for a single one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's where it's at now. I've got one that's, uh, that my buddy Timmy gave me that says I messed with Texas. Um, he he brought me that from Texas, so it's starting to work. Like the whole thing is working. Like whenever I had a I, I worked, retirement plan, I worked for the fire department for a while in San Diego, and uh, the chief went down to Mexico, and I was like, you know, I'm kind of a big coffee mug collector. <laughs> and uh, it's he, the best racket. He came back from Puerto Vallarta with like this handmade like. It's awesome. It's one of my favorites. So. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna see we're gonna see so Dave, we're gonna see Dave in twenty years on Antiques Roadshow yeah. with like some mug that's just worth like those Dave, you got yourself a little gem here. Yeah. <laughs> this is worth a half a million dollars. Yeah. Dave's like, I know. Yeah. And I'm really I'm really hoping this goes somewhere because I did I did actually buck up and I've got a P.O. box now. So like on my YouTube channel, I'm hooked hoping that people can catch on and send me things. Well, you can put your P.O. box here. You might get a book. You might get a dildo. Yeah. You might get a mug. <laughs> you never know. Our listeners are uh, some sick puppies. Yeah, I love every single one of you guys. Yeah. See, it's, it says FBI, except yeah. it says female body inspector. Yeah. Get it? Get it? Yeah, I'm sorry. I got a real sick sense of humor. <laughs> Best movie, movie ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, the sorry, I was up grabbing more champagne, uh, but the the cyclical car, like whatever you oh, want to yeah, do, yeah. I totally, I I feel that a lot. Like, I, yeah, I, you gotta uh, keep it, you gotta keep it moving, man. Keep it fresh. It, I still think your comment was like the coolest. Oh yeah, that just yeah, it was it, so good. It was good, and uh, so if anybody follows along, I moved up to Spokane like five years ago, and I. Uh, I kind of got like right back into the car scene, like San Diego, the car scene was like huge. And I was in, that was where I was for, I was there for the 27 years before I moved up here. Um, so I got up to Spokane and I was like, gosh, the car scene's good here. It's like, it's like going back in time, like 20 years, guys are driving totally. their stuff. Like yeah. Yeah. people are driving stuff. They're not trailering it. Like it's fine to like drive it around. If there's still junk on the roads, like I was like, this is good. People are enjoying it. And it's, it seems like with bad winters, people build cool stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I got up here and I was like, man, I, I actually moved up here and I had a 50 Plymouth that I brought with me from California and I couldn't get stoked on it. It was like the ugliest car ever. And I tried changing everything about it in order to make it cool. And it was still not cool. So I was like, all right, that thing's out of here. I sold it for like 600 bucks. I had thousands invested in it and million man hours. And I just was like, this is the ugliest car ever. I don't want it. <laughs> so I went out and I bought this 64 Mercury Comet for $2,200. Um, my wife and kids like went with me and dropped me off and I like drove it home like $2,200 car and I drove it 45 miles home or whatever. And it was like, this is a good car. This thing runs and drives. It pulls a little bit when you step on the brakes. Like it was a good, it was a good start. So the only downside was it was a four door. And I've always said like any, 
Mercury Comet, like Dodge Dart, Plymouth Valiant, like the any of those like unibody 60s cars, they were punk rock girl cars. Like yeah. when I was going to the bars when I was in my 20s, like every punk rock girl, rockabilly girl, they always wanted they always wanted Dodge Dart or mm -hmm. whatever. So like that's how I named that car the punk rock girl car cuz I was like yeah. 20 years ago I would have never drove this car, but right now I absolutely love it. It was a good-looking car. Yeah. I I I loved the fact that it was four-door. Yeah. Like it just I don't know. I liked it and I remember when I was out there when you brought it in I think one of the first or second times and you're like, "Dude, open the door and close it." It's amazing. And it was like, "Cook and like it didn't even No. And you just swing it clunk. I was like, this yeah. thing is perfect. That's why I bought it. I was like, I went right to the back door and I opened it and closed it and rolled the window up and down. And I was like, this car is perfect. Like the hinges didn't, they weren't worn out yet. The latches were good. Like the windows rolled up and down and it was, it was great. And then, so I, I airbagged and four linked and like drove it and had fun with it for like two and a half years. And then I was to the point where it was like, it needed an engine. It had a three speed, three on the tree had like a really crappy rear axle. So I was like, I I wanted to go to the next step. And I was like, I'm not going to do it to this car. So yeah. I sold it and I bought what I have now is a 56 Mercury. And it's like torn apart. It's going to be awesome, but it's not a driver yet. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting the Merc back on the road. It's like such a cool old car. Um, and it's hard. it's hard to tell like... The younger generation, I feel like once I get it on the road and drive it and show it off, the younger generation will see how cool it is. Yeah. But I feel like right now, like there's no twenty something kids that seem to want to get into that scene yet. Yeah. Um, but I, it's like time to time to bring it back and show people what's cool or what we think is cool and see if anybody like see if it sticks, you know? Yeah. And then you got your hard body. Oh yeah, yep. I'm also I'm also reliving my my teenage years, and I'm building a mini truck again. Um, I love how they call it the hard body. body. Oh yeah. yeah, I remember that. There's a episode of Top is is it Top Gear or is it Grand Tour? I think it's Grand Tour. When he but he's like they go to Botswana mm -hmm. and they're gonna uh, feed the the inner tribes with fish yes he's like and of course i've got this truck named after me hard body it's <laughs> <laughs> clarkson clarkson it's <laughs> like the hard body <laughs> i dig it <laughs> and i think it was only called that like in north america in in the states like i think anywhere else in it's like in a b200 the, or something yeah it was a d21 <laughs> everywhere else in the world yeah we, we just had to make it sound more american <laughs> got my hard buddy yeah. no that thing's pretty cool you did a body drop on it you're just a cool rear, yeah. rear suspension yeah all airbags the the story of getting that truck is better than the story yeah. of the yeah, truck yeah because you had to go a ways to get that didn't yeah you? so we were we were doing a dirt every day down in Florence, Oregon at my buddy's wrecking yard. And uh, we went down there and we took this, the Ranchota, which was this Toyota pickup with a Ranchero body on 58s, like typical build, you know? <laughs> which actually looked like it was legit. A, it was amazing. <laughs> it actually looked good. <laughs> so we were down there and filming the Ranchota build and I was like, 
walk in the junkyard and there was this white Nissan hard body, hard body, hard body, D20, <laughs> D21. Uh, <laughs> this little Nissan truck was sitting in the back, the back row. And I was like, that truck's way too clean to be in this wrecking yard. Yeah. So I, I talked to Scott, the guy who owns the place. And I was like, what's the deal with that? And he's like, Oh dude, like that truck's been around Florence for years. The jewelry store owner had it forever and he passed away it's been parked on the street. Ever Someone since that he... had enough money to own a jewelry store had a hard body. Oh, oh yeah, he knew what's up. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Got so, hard diamonds. Hard, hard body. body. <laughs> <laughs> I should call that thing diamond cut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, he. So he bought the thing. Scott bought this thing from a estate sale, and then like had it parked out there. And I was like, dude, I need that. And. Uh, I came back like six months later. I had a little uh, Jeep Cherokee that I absolutely hated. It was like this, uh, it was nasty. It was this Jeep Cherokee I got for a thousand bucks and uh, it was packed full of rat poop and like nastiness. <laughs> and I, I like did my best to clean the thing out. I built a roll cage in it. And I was like, I absolutely hate this thing. <laughs> so I called Scott and I'm like, you want to trade for the, trade my Cherokee for that hard body? And, <laughs> hard body. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, dude, bring it down. So I drove the Jeep, like whatever, 600 miles down to, down to Scott's place. I brought a set of wheels and tires with me because that thing was all flat and nasty. So I like swapped wheels and tires on it. And then I continued on my way down to Fred's house. So like my test drive was like <laughs> getting it in a junkyard, putting wheels and tires on it, throwing my mountain bike and all my other gear in the bed of it, and then driving down to Fred's house, which is like another thousand miles. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and uh, yeah, I got to Fred's house and I ended up lowering it at his house like before we started the next build. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was Brad. I like drove it down there, lowered it at his house, like <laughs> cruised it around town. And then we we actually filmed that episode. We were building, we were going mountain biking in San Diego and we uh, we were building this like shuttle bus van thing. So yeah, I continued down, drove down to San Diego, like got to my parents' house and changed the oil in it, went over to my buddy Mark's house and put a stereo and new speakers <laughs> in it, and then, uh, yeah, looped back around, came all the way back up to Spokane, and it, I actually drove through the Redwood Forest and over the Golden Gate Bridge. Like, it was <laughs> a hard body. Yeah. Hard body. I was, I was totally bumping NWA driving across the Golden Gate Bridge. Like, it was it was great. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a that was a good one. So and now I have it still. I uh I got it home and I drove it like as a normal lowered truck for a minute and then I was like, all right, this has gotta get I gotta get crazy on it. So now it's like airbagged and four linked and like body dropped, which means the whole floor is cut out and the body hits the ground now. Um it's a huge project and I'm probably a month away from driving it. So yeah. pretty stoked. Like it's coming together. I'm trying to build it like I would have I say like I would have built it when I was a kid, but I haven't ever graduated from that. Like I've never built anything that's really nice. I just always, I continue to build the same thing over and over again. <laughs> so I'm building it the way I know how, which is like half-assed and good enough. I don't know and if I call it half-assed though. I mean, the the, the bed work you did, that, that's pretty damn cool. It's legit. It's just never going to be a show truck. Like I'm not trying to build a show truck. I want to build a, dri a driver. Yeah. So that's, and it's getting there. I'm like, I'm like 
turning the corner and ready to like put this thing together and drive it. So I don't know. Maybe next time we'll get the Nissan in here in the podcast yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, bring in the hard body. Hard body. <laughs> we'll just pull it and we'll move this table out of the way and we'll hang out in the bed. Yeah, yeah. do the podcast there. We'll hard party. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Dave, uh, you're probably the only person I know that bought a uh, new F-350. Oh, we're, we're getting to the hard-hitting questions. Hard-hitting right questions, yeah. I mean, this is a diesel podcast. God, I always forget. So, yeah, me too. So... <laughs> So I, Dave needed a truck that was. You needed a heavy duty truck. You needed a dually. Yeah. You needed a big, a big truck. Mm-hmm. So Dave did what pretty much any normal person would do, and you probably assessed like, well, if I bought an older one, is going to cost me this? I can get this engine, do whatever. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, do I want to work on it all the time? Eh, I should probably buy a new one. Yeah, I don't know. And back it up a minute and, and tell everybody what I traded in. On my new truck. Oh, it's coming. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that you so, just put a brand new bumper on. Yeah. Yeah. And some freaking mud peelers. Because you hit a deer, yeah. didn't you? Hit it? Or an a elk moose. Or, or moose. Yeah, yeah smashed a... a moose. That's right. I totally forgot about that truck. Yeah. yeah this is yeah, the yeah, third gen. I had the cleanest 05 Dodge, like, uh, yeah. known to man. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then now, <laughs> why? Now I'm really perplexed. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Uh, I didn't like my Dodge. I didn't like With the best diesel engine known to man ever put in a pickup truck, the five nine common rail. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really like it that much. And that's the end of this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me and Dave are gonna all the way up and fight. <laughs> uh no, man, I've had a handful of diesel trucks and um the my you wanna know what my first one was? Yeah, yeah, yeah run us through, dude. Yeah, I had a ninety one uh Dodge extra cab. intercooled whatever Mm -hmm. had that cummins engine in it um that thing tried to kill me um (laughs) so i had i had a camper shell on that truck let's go back even farther i had the world's largest camper shell at a squire like 11 11 13 i don't know it was the biggest camper shell ever made Mm -hmm. um a camper whatever Anyways, I had that thing on my on my Dodge, my diesel dually two wheel drive guy, and I almost killed myself going to the Tierra del Sol uh, desert safari run in like 2007, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, boiled the brakes over going down Montezuma Grade into Borrego Springs. Um, about went barreling off the edge into my into the canyon below. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an automatic, so I couldn't even like downshift. I was like grinding that some bitch into first gear and it uh it wasn't very fun so yeah i got rid of the dodge oh another time i was rolling up to camp at superstition and uh we had an under dash fire because the electrical is so good in those old dodges <laughs> so pristine had uh had an under dash fire i pulled into camp my wife and my two daughters like get out screaming and running <laughs> as I'm like getting out of the truck while it's still rolling to run to the back into the camper to get my fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. I really like Dodges. Um, <laughs> it sounds like you got a problem with standard Dodge shit. Yeah, you got a problem yeah. with everything but the engine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. and who. 
I'm not gonna argue. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna argue argue Cummins with you, but the Dodge truck was garbage. Hey, us Dodge guys are like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we so, know. <laughs> so so I killed I killed that truck with the camper, and then I uh, I sold all of that stuff and I bought another motorhome because I was like, you know what, like a crappy old motorhome. Like we'll have less problems than this. The greatest Dodge of all time we'll have mm-hmm. at the time. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I moved up here and I needed a four wheel drive truck in a hurry. Cause I had a, um, my wife was driving. It was a 2012 Hemi Ram mm-hmm. and that was a great truck half ton. Um, and I was like, Oh, I'm going to Spokane. I have to have four wheel drive cause it's mandatory. Cause there's like snow on the road. it's true Um, yeah i I appreciate you uh acknowledging that yeah so i i I like sold the sold the really nice 2012 ram and i bought like a really clean 05 uh cummins four-wheel drive uh short door short bed like really which one was the 2012 the 1500 yeah okay the 1500 was a 12 gotcha yeah okay so i sold the two-wheel drive 1500 2012 truck and i bought this 05 cummins truck and it was all right. I got it and I drove it all the way up here and it was like my daily driver. Um, it didn't tow as well as I expected. Like I've been towing with motorhomes, like, like a 460 Ford motorhome. Like, mm-hmm. uh, my, my last one was a 91 class C 460 Ford 26 footer, like the best motorhome ever made. Um, <laughs> It was great. The thing ripped. They're still um, on the road today. Yeah, yeah, yeah they made millions of them. I, yeah. I sold it to my neighbor. It's right around the corner. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, I, I I bought this Cummins truck and I moved up here and I was like, this thing's great. And then I drove it for a couple of years. It didn't tow as well as I expected it. It definitely didn't stop very good. Uh, the engine was fine, but it wasn't like boiling the tires off or nothing. Everybody around here was like, get a smarty on it. Do this, do that. And I was like, the transmission's slipping. I don't want to put crap <laughs> in the engine. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. So I bought I think I even had that conversation with you. Yeah. And I was like, dude, just put a basic like 30 horsepower tune and wake mm-hmm. it up. You no. Know, like, the transmission's mm-hmm. already on its way out. Like, don't put that 30 horsepower <laughs> yeah, tune in there. No. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, uh, I, the, the final straw was we were doing a dirt every day episode and we were towing, um, I had my iron pig FJ 55 land cruiser and Fred had his like Willie's, uh, station wagon. We were towing out to salmon, Idaho. And, uh, I boy, I like warped the rotors. I had, I bought like power stop brakes for it and they were supposed to be good. And I like warped the rotors really bad and smoked the pads um, tranny started slipping. Uh, the seats were really weird in it because the previous owner was even shorter than me, and he had like put an extra two inches of foam in the seats. Huh. So I had these like puffer, wow. I had these pufferfish seats <laughs> that. Uh, so it needed upholstery work. It needed brakes. It needed a transmission. The turbo was making noise, and uh, I had hit a moose, and it needed paint work. So I was like, this thing's out of here. If uh if you were selling that thing today, I would have bought it from you. Yeah. Oh, he, well, yeah, he yeah. definitely would I offered it to you then and you I didn't know, buy it. I was not in the uh wasn't ready for that yet. Yeah. I was still trying to figure other stuff out. <laughs> but yeah, so then so you got rid of that. Yeah, yeah. And that thing to was out get of get a hold of. So this is pretty cool. If you ever want to like sell your car, 
Uh, I sold oh, both of those Dodges to CarMax, <laughs> and uh, I just, I like mm-hmm. went to CarMax. I bought that Dodge truck for eighteen grand. No, I bought it for nineteen grand. I drove it for three years, and uh, I hit a moose with it. And then I like went to CarMax, and they gave me like eighteen five for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like was, oh my god, sign this before I. Before it was I amazing. Out. No, they they were like, yeah, we'll take it. So like, I legit the next day I rode, I I threw my bike in the bed of the truck, and I went I remember to that day. I went to CarMax at lunch, and I traded that some bitch in, and got. Got my check for eighteen five and threw it in my pocket and I rode my bike back to work. <laughs> That's so grassroots. Like I mean, yeah, Dave, what are you sixteen years yeah. old? Yes, forever. God, we were all here. We yeah, could have picked you up for a ride. <laughs> nope. Nope. Just got his BMX bike in the yep. back and it's like, see you guys. Yep. So yeah, I, I took... and then he rode his bike to the Ford dealer. <laughs> yep. No, I I went straight over to the Ford dealer and uh, and I ordered the truck that I bought, which is a 2020. Uh, it's a crew cab dually, and it's got the 7.3 gasser. Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got so, 10 speed now, which is pretty rad. Yeah, yeah, that was the that was like the thing I really wanted was the. Tra- I remember you ta- asking about transmission. That. Um, so yeah, that's been a pretty good truck. I don't really drive it that much. I kind of call it like my old man truck. I want to keep it nice for when I'm mm-hmm. even older than I am now. Um, but yeah, no, that thing's killer. I bought it. Uh, I went in there knowing that I wanted a gas truck with a 10 speed and they had one on the lot that was like, it was a single wheel, long bed, white work truck, tan vinyl interior or whatever. And I was like, that thing's cool. Um, but I had already bought a camper shell and I was like, or not a camper shell, but a slide in camper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the camper I got's huge. And uh, I was like almost ready to sign on this truck. Like I was through the paperwork, like through most of it. And I was like ready to sign on this truck. I'm like, would you throw in some floor mats? And they're like, no, dude, we can't, we can't do that. I'm like, just give me some floor mats. <laughs> Wow. And they're they're like, no, we can't give you any floor mats. And I was like, what's the payload on this truck? Yeah. And like and he's like, well, the payload on this, it was a it was an F two fifty long bed, single axle, and he was like, uh, payload's thirty two. I'm like, I'm out. My camper's four thousand pounds. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy this truck and then have to modify it. Yeah. Um and he was like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Those floor mats. Yeah, those yeah. floor actually we just got really nice floor mats yeah. uh, right over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they fell off the truck. Yeah. Uh, they're right here. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, you know what? Screw that. I don't want to like buy the truck you have on the lot because it's convenient. So I was like, let's let's see what what do you have that will hold this camper without me adding airbags and sway bars and twenty-five other things to it. Right. And uh so we looked it up and the dually had the payload that it that I wanted. And I was like, cool. And the dually, like, basically what it was, um, do we need to get into money here? Yeah, you can. Let me top off your bubbly and you, you guess. Thank you. Financials. So that, that truck that I was looking at, the white work truck, it was like 50, 52 grand or something. And I was like, that's not bad for a brand new truck. Yeah. Um, But I was like, I don't want to spend 52 grand and not get what I want. 
Well, especially when if what you want is only like seven or eight grand more at that point, because I mean you're still financing over half of it. Yeah. Well, or, it I, wasn't well, even I don't that. Know what you do, yeah. So I went through and uh, we like built my truck on their little uh, Ford calculator thing, and it was like the dually was only a thousand dollars more. <laughs> and like I got I in order to get a couple of the, to get the 10 speed and the Godzilla motor I had to get the STX package rather than just the super base model one mm-hmm. but it was like I got this crew cab dually in like a color it's silver but it's like better than better white. than Work white. Truck white yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. so I got this thing it's got like the alloy wheels I got upfitter switches I got the the snowplow package, which gives you like a one inch lift in the front and dual alternators. Like I just got work truck stuff, like, like I, what I thought were cool upgrades. Like good utilitarian. Shit. Yeah. 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 And it was 52 grand. That's wow. bitching. Like for a brand That's new truck. That's a solid work truck. Like yeah. whether you're looking at a, at a diesel truck or not, because yeah. I mean, the, the Godzilla puts out a, a fantastic amount of power for what it is. Yeah. yeah. And m- maybe it was 53. Still sub 60. It, yeah. It was like 53 grand. And, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was bitching. I, I wanted to get to a point where I like could buy a new truck and I would not finance more than 30 grand. Mm-hmm. So between, um, selling my iron pig, the land cruiser and trading in and selling that Dodge, the Ram truck thing, um, I got like right there to where I like yeah. bought it and I financed 30 grand and it was like payments were reasonable. So yeah yeah it was good i'm stoked on that truck and it's like everybody's like why wouldn't you spend the extra eight grand on the six seven diesel and it's like well because it's eight grand and i didn't want to finance another eight thousand dollars and for what i do like i drive the i think i've put i've had it for three years now or two years and i've got twenty one thousand miles on it jesus so it's (laughs) like the for what i use it for like it would take forever to pay off that that diesel the extra cost of the diesel well, that, yeah. and you're not necessarily like pulling heavy ass trailers mm-hmm. all over the place where a diesel would really start to shine a little bit there. You're just yeah. more, you're just moving a heavy vehicle. Yeah. I mean, or his camper. I mean, yeah, yeah. I got the camper. Well, that's, that's what I mean by heavy vehicle. Yeah. You got, yeah. you know, a, a yeah. one ton truck with a, a big ass sliding camper in there. Yeah. And like, I've never been a horsepower dude. So it's like, it it gets around just fine. It still gets down the road better than most of my daily drivers. So well, that and the fact that you know, a good big push rod V eight and a ten speed transmission. Yeah. With twenty twenty technology. Oh, it's amazing. Like that's, it, the, as long as V eights are around, I swear, I really hope push rod V eights never go away. Someone's I hope that someone always has a big push rod V eight option yeah. available because I'm so glad the Ford went back to that because it, it's one of those things that's like why LSs are so popular. It's a push rod V8. Yeah. It's just a simple <laughs> engine. It's a it's a five nine Cummins of you know well, gas V8s. Yeah. What's pretty crazy is like I was at Easter Jeep Safari last year and I was at that Bronco training center they have out there and we were picking up a Ford Bronco and there was like three engineers from Ford and a friend of mine who like was kind of in charge of the Bronco program. And I pulled up in my truck to pick up the Bronco and like I looked over and there's like a couple engineers that are like whispering to each other and stuff. And they walk up and they're like, 
how you liking the Godzilla truck? And I was like, I fucking love this thing. <laughs> um, and they're like, we've been following along. We knew you bought it. You've got like the only crew cab. <laughs> You've got like the only one that anybody's ever ordered. <laughs> so they're always like, That's it. A bell went off at Ford when Dave ordered it. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, someone got one. Yeah. Find his dress. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah. It was awesome. Like legit, there was like Ford engineers that came over and were like, look, at it and they're like we all want one of these these things are rad they like they were like there's so much like heavy duty diesel technology that's gone into this gas engine they're like this is a million mile truck yeah that's cool and uh i was like that makes me feel better yeah and then they were like checking out my rock sliders that i put on it and they're like those are dope yeah they're figuring yeah. out how how they did that i was like did that void my warranty and he's like yep <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean yeah <laughs> So no, oh, I dig cool, that. Man. I dig that truck. I I should drive it more, but I don't because it's like a giant. It's I, the size of like. Well, a, it's not why you bought it. You bought it for a, a very I almost, specific purpose. I almost bought a dually because when I was buying my truck, because we we mm-hmm. bought trucks about the same time. Yeah, and uh, at another dealership, they had a more. They had a, a silver. No, it was a white. It was a white, thirty five hundred dually, mm-hmm. but it was more. Um, like it had the vinyl floors. Yeah. It didn't have some of the options that my truck has. Dude, if you need a truck, order what you want. Yeah. Well, like this, I just wanted a heavy duty truck. Yeah. And, 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 but I kind of wanted a dually, but then I started thinking about like just daily driving a dually around. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I've, I have hit one curve. I I, I was going to say, I probably hit some shit. (laughs) I, I like it. I think it's rad. I've had, I've had, like three or four or five dualies. I think yeah. they're awesome. You well, ha- have you had one yet? Uh, I've driven one for work, but I've never owned a dually. Yeah. The dually that I actually want was the one that you caught on fire. <laughs> the first gen. I would oh, love yeah. to have a first gen, a first gen standard cab. Yeah. Dually. Mine like, was extra cab. That thing was really cool. Like I it looked good. I, I really wish I would have like four wheel drive swapped that truck because it would have got like see, see i want a lower one way cooler i want to do like a rat rod diesel version yeah. of, oh come on <laughs> come on <laughs> you're gonna be the one you i'm coming on. I'm, you're gonna be the one i'm coming to and be like dave how do i lower this thing i'll, I'll help you out but you lost me, you lost me at rat rod <laughs> well i just i just want a hot rod old diesel all right <laughs> mine was pretty neat it was like champagne gold similar to my beer yeah. <laughs> um and it uh it was a farm truck and it had like purple flame it was just a pinstripe flame down, oh, really? <laughs> down the side of it and like in the extra cab window it said like b and c ranch or something oh, right it was on. like all hand painted like bitch in 90s style that's like, cool it was cool <laughs> hell yeah but, so do you have a Keeping on the diesel theme here. Okay. Oh, where you were, I, I was prepped on this. He's going to ask me if I like diesels and off-road vehicles. I know it. <laughs> what do you feel about Jesus a Christ. rock crawler? <laughs> if a rock crawler had a diesel in it, Dave's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and answer your own yeah. question? So just the, 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 That's actually said, a really good question. We, Dave, we go talked ahead about Dave coming on the podcast. He's like, "What are we going to talk about?" I was like, "Honestly, we as, it's pretty much just fucking whatever you want." Like, yeah. and well, should we talk about something diesel truck related? It's like, sure. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I got an actual question. 
Well, that was literally my question. Let's hear yours because we'll get to that. No, that okay, so I know a lot of guys um, in the off-road industry will take like the Volkswagen TDI motors mm-hmm. and put them in, in Jeeps. Like, what's your feeling <laughs> on those engines? Are they underpowered? Is it stupid? Is it a, a good idea to do? Uh, I have... I do like that engine. Um, they aren't underpowered at all. Like not for a Jeep. That's an, un- that I have a friend who's got a Jeep TJ that's got one of those TDIs in it. And that thing works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a friend up in Canada that has a stretched, uh, Suzuki Samurai that has that engine and it works really well. Uh, those engines rev quick. They make power quick. They're not boat anchors yeah and they work pretty well similar to like the cummins r28 that thing revs pretty quick and makes power um ben's question ben what's your question what so dave is a interesting conglomerate of stuff he likes trucks likes cars likes off-roading likes it all but he's also spent a lot of time off-roading doing ultimate adventure stuff Mm -hmm. and you've been around lots of different styles of vehicle and it always seems that everybody's always those that have actually done a decent amount of off-roading, they're like, yeah, stop diesel swapping shit. Like no one cares if you have a 500 horsepower 12 valve in your off-road truck. You're you're better off like they already have like the 1.9 or yeah. just some just put a put a freaking 4.8 LS in there. Yeah. Just <laughs> stop breaking shit and learn how to drive. And so I don't, maybe I just answered the only damn. The no, question. I, I have I have specifics. <clears throat> okay, for yeah. your question, ask the question. Are diesels good for off roading? <clears throat> Big diesels are not. Um, everybody wants to put a four BT. Everybody's like four BT, four BT. Everything needs a four BT, yeah. and it's like that's the go to for like what all these guys that think a Jeep needs. And I'm like, dude, the four BT is a boat anchor. It doesn't do what you want it to do when you want it to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, anything bigger than a four BT, like a six BT or a twelve valve or any of that, that's just way too heavy. Yeah. Like, yes, you will make some power and you'll make some torque, but you don't need torque. You need the you you need to be able to rev quick when you need those RPMs and like you can make up for the torque with your gearing. Um it's not nineteen seventy five anymore. You can get <laughs> gearing for most vehicles. Mm-hmm. And uh perfect example, um general manager around here, Cooper Rasmussen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he used to have a uh, a four door JK that had a Bruiser conversion four BT in it, right? Yep. yep. Uh, the first time I ever met Cooper, we were wheeling on Ultimate Adventure, and uh, I just remember seeing him go. I think this was 2013 or something. He took that rig. Um, he went to go like launch up some like rock slab that had a bunch of moss and water and stuff on it and he like drove that thing up and started getting part way up the hill and went to uh went to like romp on it for it to uh like start burning the tires off and make power well he had romped on it it rolled back it hit the bottom like crux of the the ground to the slab mm-hmm. immediately broke the ring and pinion because that <laughs> 
some bitch spooled up right at the wrong time. <laughs> the wrong time. Yeah. Did he have a mohawk and white sunglasses on? Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was Pete Cooper. That was Pete Cooper. Yeah, that, that, was, that was barbed wire attack Cooper. That, yeah. that, was, yeah. so ever that was when Cooper wore Coopers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was that was like my one of my first experiences with a 4BT and a rock crawler was watching Cooper make power right at the wrong time. And I was just like, that's dumb. Yeah. Like, and then he like fixed it. And then I think he broke another ring and pinion because the next time he like made power right after he needed it. I wonder how many ring and pinions that guy's fucking broken. <laughs> There's three of them on his desk. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a few. So, anyway. I'm thinking of Howitzer. I'm like, man, he's all the other ones. <laughs> no, Howitzer was like one a week. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a, the other thing, like, Howitzer's a cool truck. It's a standard cab Ram. 3500 2500 conglomeration and it was like a cool truck that worked well but it the front of that thing was so heavy it was ridiculous to try and make a rock crawler out of it yeah Yeah, they needed to basically a clean slate super 60 some no it needed a 5.7 hemi or a 6.2 yeah like ditch a thousand pounds off the front axle and the front axle won't keep breaking it's true so yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's my thoughts on diesel stuff. I do like the, I do like the little ones. Like I like the R two eight. I like the TDI. I like the idea of those little Nissan diesels that they were putting in like CJ tens and and a few other like Isuzu pickups and stuff like that. But I've really never seen those ones make like good power and stuff right when they need them yeah. i'm way more of a fan of really low gears and like a quick revving engine yeah so i like i like little four cylinders i'm not sure that i like turbos on rock crawlers because it seems like turbos turbos always make power right after you needed it too yeah um even on like little four cylinders it seems like if you can get um, I want to build a. I want to build my Jeep with a 4.8 in it and see if the 4.8 LS based engines where it's at because I feel like that thing will like make just enough power. It'll rev quick and like hopefully not weigh so much that I'm just taxing the whole front axle. Yeah, well, I, I, I think that's a perfect option. I mean, yeah. shit, those engines you can pick up are so cheap. Yeah, and everybody looks for the five three. Yeah, like, five they three they, six they, zero they, or six twos. Everybody yeah. sees a four. Like fuck that thing. Yeah. All I see when I see a six zero is like like six miles to the gallon yeah yeah like they're so bad um when you get you get a nice rpm range with a 4.8 yeah and you know even with a really 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 mild cam in there Mm -hmm. that will be a a very nice touchy i think it would have that nice the 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 power profile would be very nice yeah and I, I mean, my my theory is not perfect. Like, there's definitely guys out there that have like perfected better platforms. But I really like the idea of a lightweight engine that revs quick and make up for that torque in the gearing. Yeah. Like mm. the two two rock crawlers that I have right now, both have like a pretty low first gear and really low transfer cases or dual transfer cases. So like you don't need torque like that thing will, right. that you could put a predator a five five horsepower predator <laughs> in front of it and it would climb a wall mm-hmm. it's what you need is like a little bit of power like right when you need when you need it well, that yeah. and it's also like compromise like do you want to spend 30 to 40 percent of your time tinkering with the engine of the thing 
that you just did, did a whole bunch of yeah. custom or spent a lot of money on suspension work, which is where most of your time and energy is going to go anyways, because let's face it, most off-roaders, that what's going to take the beating? Axles, drivetrain, yeah. suspension, all that kind of stuff. Or would you rather have a 4.8 that you can let me go to any park store, anything, anywhere, yeah. for anything, at any time? And they're yeah. going to have a part, and it all fits. Everything's I've, custom. I have never owned a LS swapped anything, so I'm curious to see, like, how good is it? I have, I have like, fear of, like, putting this LS in my Jeep, and then all of a sudden I've got some, like, aftermarket throttle pedal and cable, and the cable breaks. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to make sure if I do a swap, like... I keep it as basic as possible. Like I want to keep the accessory drive package like stock, like whatever it came with mm-hmm, in that mm-hmm. truck. I don't want to have some like custom alternator and like have to have moved my power steering pump from top right to bottom left. And like, yeah. it seems like those are where your problems come from in a swap is like when you have to change everything about the swap to make it fit your vehicle. Um, I'm really hoping that I can like get a 4.8 figure out whichever like package like accessory package fits the vehicle i have like try and track down a stock throttle pedal a stock cable like all that stuff because i want to be able to like mash on that thing and not have the dumb stuff yeah, yeah. well i'll tell Stop you i tell you right now they make all those brackets yeah as far as where you want your shit it's so dumb it's, i mean it's, it's so it's it's incredibly easy yeah but like it, i don't know i just i have this fear of like that bracket like is you know some bracket made overseas that may not fit as well as a stock one and you got to like hog this hole out and cram a bolt in it that doesn't work right and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like you know up near the canadian border and your power steering pump falls off because like you got this thing for sure that's yeah. not designed right yeah so yeah. i don't you'd, know you'd rather take a stock gm throttle pedal assembly and make it work on the jeep oh yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. so that's the only fear i have with like those those big like engine swaps and stuff is just lose like it's cool you gain a little bit of horsepower but like if you lose the reliability that it's not worth the the what is it the squeeze isn't the juice, the juice isn't worth, worth the squeeze yeah that's a hot or as they say the roi is not there oh gosh it's so 2022 entrepreneurship synergy return (laughs) investments real estate (laughs) (laughs) we are gonna start wrapping this one up uh dave i greatly appreciate you taking the time to join us on this terribly organized podcast it was not terribly organized Um, far nicer i might come in here and start having lunch in here now it's no you should it's a nice place uh, there you go I I sort of apologize for the awkwardness at the beginning, but uh, that's the best way to lead to the good stuff. I don't know. I, I maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I feel like just getting some really dumb shit out of the way in the ahead of time, because then it's all uphill from there. Yeah. It's all beautiful. It's, a, it's all yeah. it's all roses after that. I came prepared. I had the hard hitters right away. Yeah. Damn, what hitters. the fuck happened to road trip, bro? <laughs> Here's the real deal. If you have questions for Dave, the best place to leave them, oh, yeah. especially if you wanted to answer them on the podcast, is going to be on the Facebook group. Um, yeah. You can also throw them on the comments on YouTube as well. We're probably the best place to start that discussion, especially because once Dave properly answers the questions. No. Um, so Dave will not Dirt be in the Shed. Facebook group. No, the place yeah. to go is Dirt Head <laughs> no, Shed. if you guys want to leave a question on the Facebook page, that's awesome. I will go into Ben's office and uh, and I'll probably answer him there, but I don't know that I'm ever going to get accepted. <laughs> 
Or if you just want to check out Dave's page, check, yeah. out, the dirt, check out the Dirthead Shed. Make sure you subscribe, like, watch his videos. He's got yeah. some really awesome videos out there, whether it be lowrider stuff or off-road stuff. Dave's got it all. He's got the know-how, and he builds cool shit. Thank you. It is getting good. I'm, I'm really digging it. I'm going to go home and uh, work on my mini truck, and uh, I got to get that thing done so I can work on my Merc. I know. I'm excited to see what you did with the bed because you left us with a cliffhanger on the wheels being too wide for the bed. Oh, my gosh. So That's going to be such I, a mess. I, I need to know. I need to know. What is that on the... Uh... Hard, hard body, the hard body. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a D twenty one. Yeah, hard body. We need to get Dave a shirt that he wears in that truck that is just like the outline of like a oh, bodybuilder yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like Dave's hard body. Dave's hard. Body. <laughs> I could pro- I could probably go back to the indoor ghetto swap meet and get my abs airbrushed on. Yeah, you need Perfect. to. You need to. <laughs> okay. Lastly, if if you don't follow Dave, you need to. Dave, what's your socials? Uh, on Instagram, it's dirthead underscore Dave, uh, on Facebook, I have a Facebook page called the dirthead shed and on YouTube, it's called the dirthead shed. So those are the three. I don't TikTok. I tried it once and, uh, it didn't hit. So (laughs) I, I want to like figure that one out, but now it seems like that's not the right place to be. So stick with the old Instagrams and the YouTubes. Uh, the Facebooks. Eventually, I'll figure out where the kids and like the cool people are going. But for now, I'm on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Bingo. Boom. Well, Check everybody, uh, again, Dave, really appreciate you having on. We will definitely have you on again, especially if we get some good questions. All right. Um, I or good answers out of me. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I think I might like the champagne and beers. It's the yeah. best. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's not bad. It makes big bubbles. It does have a lot of bubbles. <laughs> big don't, bubbles. Don't buy the cans. Bottles are where it's yeah, uh, bottles where there's hey, there's your tip of the day, kids. If you're looking for Miller High Life, the champagne and beers, get those dang bottles. Yeah. It's a good looking bottle. It's a good tasting beer at a bargain bin price. Yeah. High life. The champagne and beers. Pretty amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Gene. Right. You guys Thanks, will see you next week. Bye. Peace out. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.